welcome and welcome back to True Story, Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem. I'm your host, Ferdos, joined today by... Her mother, Papaya. Oh, that's your name? That's my name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and... Oh, uh, yeah. What? She still exists? Yes. She is not a figment of your imagination. No. She's not one of us talking in a different voice. <laughs> mm, uh, but yes i am alive i have midterms completely destroyed me we will find out in next episode <laughs> as they do an episode on mayhem <laughs> yeah that's true actually mayhem eh? yes, <laughs> it, it was mayhem it was mayhem welcome back it's been a while since we've seen it you, has right? been a while i don't know what to do I'm, I'm, I'm holding the snail clip. <laughs> uh, we spent three minutes. Uh, well, actually, I spent three minutes watching Aya struggling to remember the name of her podcast. I'm just saying, guys, wouldn't you like the word chaos in it? She literally was like, it's, it's called true crime. Crime, mayhem, and chaos. <laughs> that sounds like something I'd listen to. I, I mean, only a mother would. <laughs> no. Only a mother would join your podcast. <laughs> True too. <laughs> and my sister apparently. Yeah. Because this is how we spend time together as a family. <laughs> oh, I did want to mention, I honestly feel so loved, blessed, lucky that um there are people that somehow yes. find this podcast. It still blows my mind. It still literally blows my mind. And I'd like to say that I I'm amazed that Me too. We can <laughs> We can go on a two-month break not releasing any new episodes and still there are people who are like finding the podcast and downloading episodes and listening to us in, in theory. You might just be downloading it and then just ignoring it. <laughs> I feel like they should be compensated. <laughs> I will fight for you guys. Vote for me. Send us, send us a DM and we will send you... Yes. Aya's nail clippings. <laughs> at, a, at a very high price. So you should be listening to this a lot. For that. Every three hours, one nail. <laughs> um, but yeah. So uh, at this point... Stop reading my notes. Sorry. I already know what this is going to be about. So I actually will take over the narration. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Aya. Okay. So what country are we in? <laughs> That's the that's the big that's the secret. That's exactly. It's not actually because this is a mayhem. No mystery. Mystery. A mystery episode. Exactly. Your role at the end of this podcast is letting us know which country. <laughs> Tell I which country. <laughs> no, I'm testing you guys. Okay, I'm trying to see if your comprehension skills. Are <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, it's been a while since yeah, you've been around. I don't. I, it's were Mexico. you even around for Paris? Mexico. Oh, you showed up for one of the episodes in Paris, right? The Beast one? Beast <gasps> was I annoying about it? I feel like I was. You're always annoying. Though. Mexico. Was I kid being like, I'm a Spanish push or something like that? I feel like that's something I would do. Or was Yeah, it, you did, but yeah. I edited those out, so I might edit Okay, this. so in case no one knows, I mean Bush is something before an appetizer. And this is what I mean by I am silent. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends you love them. One, I'm a Spanish push at a time. One, I'm a Spanish push at a time. TM. So, we last left off, Aya. Um, talking about Mexico. So, last week we Sheesh. talked about a murder episode. And this week we're on our mystery episode. Am I still in Mexico then? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> okay. 
Didn't miss anything then. <laughs> no. Well, you did miss uh, that word. I didn't miss anything. Oh, you did not miss anything. Keep going. <laughs> okay. So, uh, did I... I feel like I missed something. Did I miss talking about something? You didn't tell us the title or trigger warnings? There's no trigger warnings for usually Mr. and Mayhem episodes. The trigger oh, warnings are usually just for the murder episodes. Okay. Unless there's really sensitive... Something sensitive I'm talking about. But we'll usually do. the Mystery Mayhem episodes are more lighthearted, so... We're always lighthearted. Cue 20 minutes later. Oh my god, I forgot to put the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a possibility. That's bad, guys. That's you said there'd be That's an oopsie on my part. You said there'd be extraterrestrials. I'm here for the extraterrestrials. There are. In mystery? There How? No. You don't believe in aliens, are you? I'm just saying that's a mayhem episode, not a mystery episode. It could be both. Extraterrestrials! What's the point? I of love you. Take me with you. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Maybe they're like vampires and they need an invitation now that you've oh, given no. them an invitation. <laughs> no. You're just buzzing Apply first. <laughs> I have an application form. I can send it to you. You know they haven't responded <clears throat> back to me, so I don't know. What <laughs> they don't need you. They don't. They don't want you. You're not. Uh, You're not old candidates. enough. You're not old enough. They really want older genetic material. I can be older. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today we're talking about as. Oh, you didn't spoil it in this one. Uh, the zone of silence. Oh yes. Um, so the silent zone, aliens. What to do with that? Um, I'm glad you asked. Um. So this episode will be about a zone in Mexico. Very silent. <laughs> no one can call for help. Because they can't even hear their own voice. Because the aliens. Now help me out. Or don't help me out here. <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> they, 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 they just don't want to hear humans talk. Understandable. <laughs> but by the end of this, we'll offer them suggestions or alternatives than just completely shutting humans out. Does that onto you. Thanks. I don't know what to do with that. That's okay. <laughs> Disregard everything I just said. I wasn't close. No. Wait, really? No, but it's cute. I like I mean, you okay, always okay, no. side. I, I won't say you weren't... Exactly. You were maybe 5% accurate. No, I was 5% off. But yeah, no, keep oh, going. Right, right. So, the Zone of Silence, also known as the Mepimi Silent Zone, or La Zona del Silencio in Spanish, is the name for an area in the desert near Bolzón de Mapimi in Durango, Mexico. So, actually, the we zone... We knew that. Yeah, no, of course didn't. you did. <laughs> so, actually, the Zone of Silence encompasses three different states, Chihuahua, Coahuila, and Durango. I, how do you feel about that pronunciation? <laughs> I feel very insecure about it. <laughs> what are we going to do next time? Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell myself I'll Google, I'll Google these things after I write the notes and then I forget. How many episodes have we, have y'all done? I'm not going to say we because I know <laughs> that's going to be a lot. <laughs> 19? Hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. As I fight for your rights, audience, <laughs> think about that too. <laughs> So, the area used to be a very, very, very long time ago, an ancient seabed. So this was during the Pangaea era. So when 
when it, everyone was one continent. So we know this because of the marine fossils that are now found in the area and the large salt deposits that are mined even today. Oh, wow. Fun fact, the zone of silence is parallel with the Egyptian pyramids and the Bermuda Triangle. La 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 la. I think we should just coordinate or like music. Mama's like, oh, and those sounds like creepy. Well, she's singing the Twilight Zone. Oh, really? What I vaguely remember as the Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah, feel like her. No, I was gonna say you. Really? Thank you. Yeah. Extra rations for this one. So, legend says that electromagnetic transmissions can't be received. So, radios don't work, compasses don't point Ooh. north. Apparently, plants and animals in the area also have these strange mutations. They don't look quite right. Mm. The Mexican government even built the. Oops, sorry. <laughs> the you oops. see? The effect of it can be so far away. <laughs> The Mexican government even built the Mapimi Biosphere Reserve in 1977 to better study the fauna and flora in the area. Hmm. So, in 1930, a pilot was flying over the area, and he claimed that his instruments stopped working properly. So that was a bit strange. It's like a Bermuda Triangle on top of desert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. Oh. So you don't even get the ocean. <laughs> You want the ocean? Is the ocean better? You crash into sand. I'm just saying, des- desert. I was going to say dessert. <laughs> Are you hungry? No, I just can't speak English. <laughs> desert. Desert. <laughs> or ocean. Uh, ocean? Well, like, I would like to float. Actually, no. Okay. But- no sharks. Oh, okay. No fishies. No fishies. Just water. In, in an pretty, ocean? That's a pretty silent zone. <laughs> I'm just saying, if electromagnetic can't reach it, the sharks can find another place. The fishies find another place for it. You wouldn't just, be more worried if you were in the ocean and there were no fish okay, around you. Okay, okay. At all, you wouldn't ask questions? Like, why are they a all portable stove and fridge. On top of the water? Yeah, I'll have my little float. It'll oh, have of the, course. Okay, listen... We're like Rose's door on the Titanic. You're just going to build yourself a little kitchen there. Oh my god, yeah. That sounds like the beginning of a video game. You know how they're like, no. you're in the ocean and then it, you build your little... There is one, actually. It's called yeah. Raft. Raft, yeah. I've never actually played it yet. They have a whole ass lamp. On the ocean? On the ocean. They start off a little ass float. And, and, and then you built off of the float? Yeah, but then the sharks keep eating bits of your float. What? So you have to shoot it away with a stick. That sounds like a stressful game. That it's a survival game. I see. I, I haven't. But it's it. pretty chill. You're just in the ocean, and then you you mine for resources in the island. But you're on the ocean. Yeah. So I want raft, but no sharks. Okay. Okay. We'll take we'll away get the you sharks. A, we'll get you a raft and put it on a, in a swimming pool. For you. <laughs> you know what? We'll I get you a raft in a bathtub, and you'll be safe. <laughs> you'll even get your desserts when you want them. <laughs> and then if I'm feeling very saucy and adventurous, I'll have a little portable shark in. <laughs> You know, have the a wind of kind. And, do- and a little dory plushie like <laughs> So in 1966, Pemex, a national oil company, sent an expedition to explore the area. And the leader of this expedition kept running into problems with his radio in the area and couldn't communicate with anyone. And so named it the Zone of Silence. Oh, so he named it. Yeah. Na, 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 na. <laughs> 
But the spotlight didn't really shine on the zone of silence until four years later, in 1970, when the U.S. fired a rocket, the Athena rocket, from the Green River Launch Complex in Utah and aimed it towards the White Sands Missile Range in New Mexico. The rocket ended up going wildly, of course, and ended up crashing in this desert patch, the zone of silence, at 2 a.m. instead, which is 400 miles or 644 kilometers south of where it was supposed to land. Sheesh. It was carrying two small containers of cobalt-57, which is an isotope used in salted bombs. And for those like me who have no idea what that means, (laughs) salted bombs are nuclear weapons that produce radioactive fallout and basically make the area the area uninhabitable so now the the silent zone is also radioactive yes perfect alien territory <laughs> please send your applications to my private email <laughs> so it's useful to note that up to that point the US air force Never ran into a problem with this rocket type they before. were trying to make another part in mexico radioactive like, they were aiming it at Mexico. No, and they aimed it for New, New Mexico, Mexico, and it went <laughs> off course. Which, right. and is it engineer said they, I know there's a mathematical equation, like, when they're trying to launch rockets, right? No? And it went off I course guess. and landed in Mexico, Mexico Like, which okay. one screwed <laughs> up their mathematical <laughs> equation so much that they're like, ooh, I thought you were talking about Mexico, not Mexico. <laughs> Mexico! <laughs> Enunciate. <laughs> this is completely true. <laughs> That would kind of be me on the job. It, I'd be too stressed to be like, sorry, can you repeat that? I didn't hear it. And just be like, okay, sure, meant Mexico it is! <laughs> Wait, you mean it wasn't supposed to go there? Oh, oh my, my god, the silent zone. It just. <laughs> the aliens strike again. That is such a white man being like, huh, so I may have made a mistake, but no. It's the aliens. Aliens. Extraterrestrials. <laughs> Over my dead body, was it my fault? <laughs> Okay, well, then it makes my next point seem a bit (laughs) redundant, Mm. but this rocket type has never gone off course before, and even after months of investigation, they didn't have a definitive answer for why this happened. Yo, Brooke, please remember when I covered your ship. (laughs) They will ask questions. You don't know anything. (laughs) And you, you don't know anything about how I calculated it to go to Mexico rather than... New Mexico, because we were laughing about last night's episode of Friends. You know nothing about this. Wait, Friends was not out yet, I don't oh, think. Really? Yeah, no. Does oh. Castell came well, up no with the one plot for it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly they were too busy making millions. <laughs> <laughs> so, America had a little bit of a problem there, because they needed to get rid of this weapon that they accidentally unleashed on Mepimi, and they needed to do this discreetly. <laughs> So, <laughs> Werner von Braun, who used to be a rocket scientist for the Nazi, but then moved to America. For the what? The Nazis? Oh, I thought you meant, like, NASA. No, 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 no. no. Nazis, but he did help form NASA after... Huh? Slurp that out. What? I don't want to get canceled. Because <laughs> you heard NASA instead of Nazi? 
Why would that give you cancer? Okay, you're fine. So he used to be a rocket scientist for the Nazis, but then moved to America after the Second World War. And then, so he went to Mexico on behalf of the U.S. to investigate mm. this rocket. Exactly. So apparently it took them three weeks to find the crash site. <laughs> but when Sorry. they did, they hired three, 300 Mexican workers to build a 16-kilometer rail uh, that w- would connect to the main railroad. And afterwards, a team of Americans came and they excavated the area, making sure they got all the debris and the contaminate, contaminated soil mm-hmm. like, out of it. I would like to... Oh, actually, no. I'll mention this next point. I don't know much what I want. They built dormitories, labs, kitchens, medical facilities, even a runway to transport cargo directly to Houston. Sheesh. And I would like to remind people they were trying... To be discreet. <laughs> you, know what, you know, this is like, I'm loving this open space. Now, here's exactly. what I'm thinking. Cafeteria. <laughs> you know, we... Bring a few hundred people. We need help building this, guys. <laughs> it's the salt mines. It works wonders for our complexion. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the interviews. It probably was like, so, here's what's going on. And we need you. And also, let everyone know what's going on. We need more people. <laughs> like, very discreet. So, 28 days after the crash, they left, taking everything with them. Oh, Nothing that's is left efficient. That's not efficient. Something was left behind. <laughs> oh, no. Why would, this be, why would we be talking about it if it was all good dandy, clean their head? No. They left something radioactive behind. Not that I know of. They did. Oh, they, they left they... the friend's pilot behind. <laughs> <laughs> after the departure of the Americans, a local worker who there was. Uh, was one of the workers that they hired... Decided to try and drum up some tourism for the area by advertising the strange occurrences in the desert. Because not only was it apparently a, a dead zone where radios didn't work, but there was also some strange happenings in the area. Oh dear. We mentioned what? the strange fauna and flora. There were unexplainable, sorry, unexplainable occurrences, even rumors of aliens. Mm. The, the, the widespread belief... By locals and other people, for why the missile landed in the desert was not that someone heard Mexico instead of New Mexico. It's understandable. We don't judge. (laughs) But that the magnetic waves in the area are so strange and so strong that it makes this vortex attract objects from the upper atmosphere. Mm. (laughs) The The missile, in fact, wasn't the only thing to fall from the sky onto this area just the year before in 1969 sorry 1969 the Allende meteorite landed in the desert too after it broke up in the atmosphere so statistically the odds of that many meteorite fragments landing in the specific area are quite improbable apparently but this event like um the the, the this meteorite shower was quite a shocking event for the people of... I should have Googled how to pronounce this too. <laughs> 19 episodes, audience. 19. <laughs> Ceballos, Ceballos, I don't know. Ceballos, Ceballos, I don't know. I'll be Spelled the way it says. C-E-B-A-L-L-O-S. So is that a dictation? Oh my god. Okay. Please listen to this whole music because Dosa figures it out. Okay. 
Ceballos? Non, Ceballos. 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 Oh, I love that voice. Say it again. Ceballos. You're married. We know. Ceballos. See, first you have to Google it. So, so, Ceballos. Ceballos. It was clearly Ceballos. Ceballos. I thought it, I heard a V. No, 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 no. It was Ceballos. It's two out of three. Ceballos. Ceballos. Oh, just admit it. You just wanted to hear him say it again. There's clearly a V. Fine, we'll say a V. If we get hate for it, it's his fault. <laughs> Tell that to our almost like that on the internet. I pronounce it as a V. Um... Cevalios. So, Cevalios is one of those um, cities or towns that kind of uh, straddle this zone. Like, they're, it's very close to it, but it's not in it. People who live there uh, were really shocked by this event, apparently to the point where they thought the world was ending. <laughs> mm. So, apparently it was co- looked like quite... The thing, there were blue and white streaks all over the sky. There was a deafening impact that shattered all the windows all oh. over. Ceballos. <laughs> Ceballos. It sounds so nice, but so many things were happening there. It's what? Some, it sounds like a nice day, but so many things were happening. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of stuff happening. So, fun fact about the Alinda meteors. It's estimated to be 4.5 billion years old. Sheesh. It's even possible that the meteor was formed at the same time that the supernova formed our solar Aww. system. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So cool. Aww. <laughs> Why do you look so worried? So. <laughs> so researchers think that because the meteor contained or contains aluminum-26, which is quite a rare element that was really only formed during the period of the formation of our universe. And apparently apparently, this meteor's composition is very similar to Earth's, apparently even more so than the moon, which I find kind of weird because Who's the like moon that? is literally a part of the Earth. So who said that? A website? <laughs> I want their credentials. <laughs> So, Have you personally talked to the moon? <laughs> the extraterrestrials r- rode in on the meteor, obviously. Clearly. Clearly. You're I'm laughing sure about is. this, but I literally <laughs> have a point. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So, well, not about the meteor, though. They were rebellious aliens that were trying to run away from their parents. <laughs> like, yeah, they crashed the meteor. <laughs> like, I knew I shouldn't have let you drive so- it. <laughs> So apparently TV signal still cannot be received to this day in Ceballos. I've got to go there now. So some scientists believe that this magnetic force overpowers radio waves as well. Mm. Um, In fact, some researchers say that the electromagnetic field in the zone of silence is as strong as the one in the North Pole. 
which would, I guess, kind of explain why, um, why compass doesn't point north, but that's only if you, like, believe this explanation, I guess. <laughs> um, do people still live in Sevalos? Yes. How many? I don't know, but it's, I think that's a pretty small town. They're all mutants. Unless any of our listeners are from there, at which point I'm sure you're fine. At <laughs> this point, people. we should be kicked off and let them speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jerry Hunt wrote a book in 1986 that's now out of print. <laughs> 1986. Why is it out of print? Who is Jerry Hunt? An author? Oh. That's a circular argument. (laughs) So, um, his book is called The Zone of Silence. He theorized that a massive meteor once slammed into what is now the Zone of Silence. Boom! And it was probably hundreds of times the size of Allende. And if it was very high in iron and acquired magnetic properties in deep space, it could explain why the zone of silence, why the zone of silence is so magnetically strong. Mm. The issue with that theory is that an impact of that magnitude would have left a big <laughs> crater, something. It got and filled in s- with all the salt. <laughs> and, but the surface of the zone of silence is very flat. Maybe it, it hit the earth back when that place was an ocean. So Good job, it, Mom. That's what you. he says. So thank Do you remember thank what you. I said earlier? The zone of surface used to be a part of the ocean floor. So Han theorizes that that's when this giant meteorite hit and that the force of the impact would have driven it deep into the seabed and then over time, the sea bottom would have settled over it into what the current topography of the area is. Another hunt theory, and he may lose most of us at that point, is that the meteor meteor was just casually placed in that location by aliens to help facilitate space travel. Exactly. It's a navigational (laughs) marker for the extraterrestrials. Everybody knows that. I wish you guys could see how his face right now. She she had a very... (laughs) I'm done how this guy was like, aliens were there like, "Mm -mm." oh, she put this there. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Space travel, of course. Yes. <laughs> so I will I'm talk- still accepting applications for extraterrestrials who would like to take me to their home planet. But Application. How would you have a job? Uh, for temporary space visa what permits. If what if their version of temporary is like a thousand years? Yeah. You can't even make it. That will be specified in the application. (laughs) Who are you to negotiate, really, your contract? This is like a ransom situation, right? A kidnapping. You're not going to be like, thank you for having me today. (laughs) Yes, I would like to negotiate for for you to pay me $50 million. $50 million? I'll take it down to 10. I'm, I'm just, I'm still ironing out the details. I'm just saying, iron it out quick, man. <laughs> so, some strange occurrences that I will now mention. People who live around the zone of silence have seen intricate light shows, almost. <laughs> so, in the sky, they see these shaking, racing points of light. Sorry. I'm just thinking like, disco, yeah. <laughs> it's like... I so knew we could escape my parents' house. <laughs> totally teenage extraterrestrials. Did you see how Brandon was looking at me? I so knew I should have worn this dress. <laughs> is this how teenagers talk? I don't know. <laughs> this is how they talk. 
talk when they sneak out? I don't know. I don't See how I don't know? <laughs> of course I, yeah, you have no personal experience. I love how you this. try to backtrack that uh, we all know what you did when you were a kid. I don't, actually, so... We all know you used to sneak out the window. To meet a Brandon? <laughs> to meet Jackson. <laughs> so, these lights that are moving, they travel at high speed, blink in and out of visibility, and some of them even shoot out from the desert floor. Ooh. Oh my god, underground club. Underground. <laughs> <laughs> the world's biggest cat pointers. <laughs> in his book, Hunt into one of the aliens think we're cats and they're just shaking lights like, look oh at them running off them. <laughs> look at these silly humans <laughs> running around after our lives. <laughs> I can't believe it. Great minds think alike, Mr. Hunt, wherever you are. <laughs> in his book, Hunt interviewed Paco Suarez, who talked about his first time seeing the lights. Mm. <laughs> so, I quote, we saw a box-shaped group of lights hovering to the north very high. There was a mesa in the distance, and it began to lower behind it. Then it came toward us from behind the mesa. This is scary. I admit I was scared. <laughs> I sat frozen on my horse. End quote. He was Poor a horse? horse? Poor horse! Get the horse out of there! The horse oh has nothing to do God. with this! See, I thought he was just peeking out his window and describing all this. But he was no. on a horse in the wild. <laughs> Physics I know for sure that's not how you say it. Okay. So say it. You say no, it. No, just go ahead. A professor of geophysics. Something. Laura. No. <laughs> Laura? Wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't I'm think curious. so. I don't think so. No. <laughs> a professor of geophysics at the National University in Mexico City asked dozens of people about what they've seen and collected their eyewitness reports mm. and concluded that, and I quote, <laughs> there is no doubt the lights exist. But what they are and where they come from is a mystery. End quote. Okay, now see, we have to look into this. Was it a random selection? No, it's people who live around. No correlation can be made. (laughs) (laughs) How else are they going to see the lights if they're like literally on the opposite end of the country? You randomly select. You can't randomly select. What do you mean? A randomly select a population from Cevalo. Have you witnessed any? Yes. So they ask people who have seen. Who have seen. But yeah. it shows not randomly. <laughs> they need to randomly I'm, no, I'm kidnap s- people from Mexico City no. and see if they see any lights in the battle. No, they're a very, very... That's the control group. <laughs> no, it'll be very tame. Just a survey. Just a little survey. <laughs> answer or else. No, answer or else. Very tame. Very casual. You can leave at any time, but you might not make it. <laughs> if the oh my god, imagine you. if that's how research was like. We wouldn't know anything about this world. Because <laughs> imagine, you're like, what do you want me to say? I see lights. Definitely. <laughs> Have you ever been to Mexico? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's Maybe. not like you <laughs> October 13th, 1975, Ernesto and Josefina Diaz drove through the silent, drove to the zone of silence to collect rocks and fossils. While Random. While there, they noticed a thunderstorm coming closer to them. So they packed their stuff, ASAP, and Mm. started driving back. 
but the thunderstorm still caught up to them and their truck ends up getting stuck because of the wet sand. Ooh. And then out of nowhere, oh. two people approach <gasps> their car <gasps> and push their truck out of the wet sand and oh. was stuck in. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> So the two get out of the car to oh. thank them. Yeah. Oh, don't find nothing. <gasps> yeah, la, how oh. No. It's like they Why would you you said this was uh, You said this was mystery. Oh, yeah. This is horror. <laughs> <laughs> These were it's Well spirits. clearly they're helpful. Oh, they only pushed them out because they intend to possess them later on. Oh, my God. It was no, no use if I they get could it. get out. They wanted to get out, too, so they just pushed, went into their trunk. <laughs> and just chilled there. They were like, why aren't they moving? <laughs> Go. We helped you. <laughs> Wait, that's creepy. Yeah. It is creepy. So, September of 1976, almost a year later, the residents of Ceballos saw this big object that was just hovering midair. Melvin, no! Lights were surrounding this flying Why? object. And there was a deep humming sound that was heard coming As from it. That's mm. lucky. People stop. Mm. Aliens, stop partying here, okay? <laughs> Please, go back home. Resolve what you need to resolve with your parents. Don't drag your teenage angst in here and party. <laughs> stop it. Leave Ceballos alone, man. <laughs> hey, are you more scared of aliens since you've watched nope is that where this no we're just weird what if you're just la 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 a little flashing disco ball what is that (laughs) so this ufo was rectangular around wait it's a ufo well what did you think it was i don't know (laughs) there 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 just breathe okay okay. this ufo was rectangular around 200 to 300 feet long with a curve at the top and it glowed the Hot pe- rod. <laughs> the people of Ceballos gathered together, staring at this UFO that's just chilling on the outskirts of the town. Dogs were howling. Pigs were squealing. The town mayor said everyone in town felt like they were being watched, and they started feeling panicky. And a few minutes later, it flies away. And that's when you say, nope. And move out. And you move out. <laughs> and you leave your life. Jordan nope. Peely knew what he was doing. <laughs> Don't forget to take the dogs and the pigs. Okay. <laughs> and the horsey with his little carrot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In he that same carrot. year, the very first... Same year. It might have even have been the same event. Not too sure here. But the very first photo of a UFO was taken by someone who was visiting the Zone of Silence. The photo sh- showed a shiny silver object hovering in the air. And this next incident, I don't know the year this happened in, but there was this guy, Ruben Lopez, that was driving through the Zone of Silence to visit... A relative who lived in Ceballos, as he was driving, his engine stopped. No! As if that's not stressful enough, he then sees five small figures. (laughs) Leprechauns? Wearing silver suits and helmets. Space leprechauns! Space leprechauns! Yeah, how low the These figures were standing along the roadside a little bit. No, man, man, get out the way. This is the road, man. Do you want me to crash you or not? Go on the sidewalk. They were, well, yeah, they were on the side. That's the road. So they know. They know where, they know then our sidewalk, that they can walk on it. I don't know. We have space leprechauns walking on our sidewalks. <laughs> As if. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize you'd be so scared about it. I don't know, man. So these figures started. What if these are all jinns, man. <laughs> oh my god! All of them? Why are they in spacesuits? Yeah. 
I don't know. There are sirens coming. We've decoded it. There's actually sirens. There are sirens. There are um, so these figures started approaching his vehicle. No, me, la, la. Lopez switched his engine to neutral, and right after he did that, the figures disappeared. Oh. After they disappeared, the engine started working properly. Oh, again. good. So that's the end of that specific one. Yo, how did he figure it in neutral? I'd be like, Bismillah. Maybe he was just like thinking it, like, just so he sees these people coming to him, so he's like, okay, so he like turns off his car. Like, so, I don't know. <laughs> A man named Benjamin. I'm never coming here again. Yeah. <laughs> like to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize I was scaring you guys. How many it's more eleven scary p.m. Are it's there? eleven p.m. Okay. Anything is scary at this time. <laughs> You're right. Okay, I ha- I have a bullet point that might reassure you at okay. the end of all this. Okay. That this was all a figment of our dream. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a hoax. You're not a actually hoax. awake I right now. <laughs> a man named Benjamin. Palacios, of who course. grew up on the edge of the zone in a village called Escalon in Chihuahua, had this story to tell. And Aww. I quote, I was 12 years old when a light appeared from above and completely encircled us, us being him and his brother. I was traveling with my brother in the zone. We didn't know what was happening. When we got back to the, to the ranch, we realized we had lost t- two hours. so they saw these lights um they but he didn't know what was happening and by the time they got back home they realized they like lost two hours because their mom whooped them for being so late home with the milk (laughs) (laughs) some people who have seen ufos have found burned bushes and vegetations from where the ufos landed uh there's apparently a six mile long rectangle shaped earthen platform uh, there's a hail formation discovered by a botanist and zoologist that looks like it's human-made and is covered in stones that apparently aren't local to the area. There are ancient relics that are found scattered around, including a human head carved in stone. Mm. Appar- this is what happens if you apply them. No, no. <laughs> apparently, people who get lost in the zone of silence have repor- reportedly seen tall, blonde beings that appear out of nowhere and disappear without a trace. Um, you're not pe- blonde tooth. No, <laughs> nor tall enough. You're tall. People- I'm much too big to disappear without a trace. Because <laughs> 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 why you said that about yourself, you're not. People who have seen and talked to them reported say- saying the being spoke perfect Spanish, asked only for water. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not the being. <laughs> Asked only for water? Asked only for water, and when asked where they come from, they answered only above. <laughs> Sorry. They were American hitchhikers through the desert. Oh, God. But they spoke perfect Spanish. Sevalo. <laughs> Not you, I <laughs> I don't know why I have to murmur it as I... <laughs> to conclude, imagine if they spoke Quebecois. <laughs> Québécois? Bye, là, là. Je vais de l'eau. Sorry, y'all are all affectionate. <laughs> Poutine. I don't know why I say that. It's like, what did you say, Poutine? 
Poutine. Poutine. Okay. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Uh, any of our listeners come from Quebec? Oh. Hey, even the oh, podcast authors than, are coming. Came other, from Quebec. Other than those as friends, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look away. <laughs> to conclude, I'm or, gonna quote an article. Let's conclude. Let's go, man. <laughs> from how? From from the website How Stuff Works. <clears throat> okay. Very so, credible. Is I know, right? I was I was writing this. Just, I'm like, mm, how stuff works. Just <laughs> very. Hey, your source. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> this is how stuff works. <laughs> this is true. So, is there any truth to any of this? And you'll say no if you know what's good for you. <laughs> um, so, Andrea Kaas, uh, who did her doctoral dissertation about the Makimi <laughs> Biosphere Reserve, uh, uh, says, says, Neither I nor anyone with whom I spoke, mm. uh, apart from the... Zoneros, who are the founders of this myth and the mm. tourist guides who kind of like link I'll blame this, them. Yes. Had any trouble with either their radios or compasses while working in the reserve. Talk mm. about spoil sports. <laughs> the claims of mutations refer to natural phenomena. The triangles <laughs> are Sounds normal. Sounds like me trying to convince myself. It's just, just normal stuff. <laughs> The triangles are a normal pattern variant in the balls and tortoise population. So she's talking about like those, um, the weird like fauna cool flora oh, okay. stuff that are. And the weird. tall blonde person behind me needs some water, so please hand it over. Um, and the pads of a, anyways, basically saying that the weird fauna and flora are, it is what it is, are actually normal, not abnormal. It is what it is. She should have just wrote for dissertation, it is what it is. (laughs) As to why the missile, the missile went so off course, no one knows for sure. It might have been human error or New Mexico! (laughs) And I would like to point out that there was a purpose to make... Sevayos and the Zone of Silence, a tourist attraction. So, can every single story be trusted? No. I leave that up to you to decide. <laughs> You'll leave it up to me. No. <laughs> I say we go on a field trip. <laughs> you go on a field trip. Mama wants to see the tall, uh, blonde people. She's like, you need a water. I for need water. For water in perfect Spanish and telling you they come from. Sevalos. Above. Above. <laughs> in another book above. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm just really, I, I keep offering to go absolutely anywhere, basically, because I feel so shut up at this point. So, hey, <laughs> we're going to open a GoFundMe to go to the <laughs> zone of silence. Please. Please. I'm going to open a GoFundMe <laughs> for me no, to go. No, I don't want you to go. Just think, the zone no. of silence. I'll never guide you go again. To, go to New Mexico. Go to New Mexico. Actually, no, U.S., no. Mexico. <laughs> yes, but what if the missile's heading for New Mexico? Barbados. Let's go to Barbados. Let's go to Barbados. Do we have any assignments in Barbados? Not until Make an assignment. Actually, no, no, no. We don't really? want to be scared to go to Barbados. Let's not uh, think about Barbados. <laughs> Oh, I would like to to say, uh, I ran into a funny, awkward moment with, because last episode, my mom mentioned that she wanted aliens for a mystery episode. What, you did this? <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I was just bored. Of course. <laughs> 
Guys, this bored. is what happens when humans get bored. <laughs> Trauma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of things happen when humans get bored. Yeah. So um, I so I googled. Oh no. Aliens in Mexico and ended up with completely different research results than I intended to get and had to specify to Google extraterrestrial <laughs> aliens. I'm kind of curious as to how that Google image search would have looked like. The image search? <laughs> the Google image search of I aliens in Mexico. I like, would there just be the Mexico flag behind aliens? Like, aliens <laughs> Wait, let me Google this. Oh, gosh. Google that aliens in Mexico. Right. Why would I want to see pictures should- of that? I the, just the, all the articles I think I have to drag like, myself. No, Google Images. Illegal no, no, immigrants. It's, yeah, it's okay. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, did you <laughs> not understand? Did you understand? Girl, I don't know. I thought there was like a subgenre within <laughs> like the internet that's like into aliens in Mexico. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's why I have to specify extraterrestrials oh because I kept getting stuff about like illegal immigrants. Les Américains, <laughs> reflect on yourselves, man. Okay. <laughs> These are hard I need to go people. upstairs and reflect on my quiet and boring life. <laughs> you know, we, we just talked about what happens when humans get bored, though. So they wish for aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the end of... Uh, do you have something to add, Aya? Okay. I'm shushing. I just want to see what the Google It's is. a movie, Aliens in Mexico. Ugh. Alien like skull. So there's this big ass alien that has a big ass forehead, like big, like huge. I think that's just the back of its head. Well, is. that's not a she's big huge. Forehead. And then there's one that's kind of like I don't know, like aliens flexing. I don't know. That if looks it's like, like one of kind our of cats. looks like an Instagram post, but if you replaced it with humans, like <laughs> staring ahead because you left me or something. Like that. <laughs> and it's just him and his friends, like <laughs> there. I'll I'll describe to you the scene. Oh, never mind it. Yep, <laughs> it's done. Yay! So, thank you guys for joining us for this episode mm-hmm. of True Story. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, you did not enjoy it. No. <laughs> it was a you ruined Mexico for me. Say quoi? Speak into the mic. It's a fun story. Fun? Yeah. Fun. I thought it was. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. It was a fun story. Thank you. For You're yours. welcome. Of course, you would say it's fun. <laughs> it was very nice. Yeah. I, uh, well, I didn't know you were. You had a no. But when you say it, you know this will show up on the. Well, that's why I'm saying edit it. I what? can't edit it if we're talking. There, there. And then the fuck is it? There, there. All right. It's okay. Um. So tune in next week for an episode of Mayhem. This <laughs> Until then, mayhem. don't try to get into contact with the aliens. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what? No, you know what, Eddie? That's something to say. Say it. Say it. Yes. Go. I did not expect my night to go like this. <laughs> You're welcome. I did not know you had a phobia of aliens. What do you mean? You're telling me. <laughs> there was five people walking it's... towards a In car the... that suddenly broke down. And I'm supposed to be like, oh, <laughs> hiya, oh I'm away. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and there was a flying disco ball. A flying disco ball. And a <laughs> sound in the bass. It was more like a hmm. Yeah, no, we! Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Get me, get me out. Oh my god, end it. Okay.
All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.